0: In this episode of Locked On Capitals, I have the very latest on Ivan Mir Shoshenko. Then we'll talk about Hendrix Lopier and how he's progressing at MedStar Ice Complex. And then one former capital hangs up his skates for the last time. We'll talk about all of that and more next on this edition of Locked On Capitals. well hello and welcome into this edition of locked on capitals i'm so glad you decided to join me today as always this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms and i want to thank you for making this your first listen or view of the day yes this podcast is also available in video form so head on over to youtube and check it out and when you're on youtube make sure and hit that subscribe button and if you like the videos give it a thumbs up it really helps grow the channel my name is Dan Holme. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at LockedOnCaps. So in this edition, we're going to start off by talking about Ivan Miroshchenko and what his plans are for the future. He was drafted this last season, and uh, this story is in Washington Hockey. Now they talk about the Washington Capitals believe they got a steal in the 2022 NHL draft in Ivan Miroshchenko, and they are seeing the Russian make progress over in Russia as he aims to return to play this season following a hodgkin's lymphoma diagnosis last year and uh, he was kind of one of the players that i was surprised that um, they drafted him for one i was not aware of him i didn't uh, i had never heard of him before uh, the capitals drafted him but everything that i'm hearing about ivan is that if it had not been uh, if he'd never had hodgkin's lymphoma he would have even been drafted higher And uh, that the Capitol's medical staff, you know, took a look at his medical history and, you know, where he is at in the stage of his recovery from this uh, disease. And they signed off on him that they think that he is trending in the right direction and uh, they see a really big upside on him. So. I think that the Capitals made a good decision. I don't think that they just go willy-nilly out there and just throw contracts, you know, or uh, draft players for no apparent reason. They obviously vetted him uh, and they saw a player that they wanted. Assistant General Manager Ross Mahoney shared an update on the 18-year-old who is overseas and making strides as he awaits for the green light uh, to join his team in 2022-23. He's progressing. I mean, he's skating. He's working out, Mahoney said. He's not with his KHL team right now. He has to kind of wait for a medical clearance from the league. He's been cleared by doctors to go to, to work out and those sort of things. But it's a more of a league thing where he's just waiting to get clearance. And in this situation, I think that he should kind of proceed with caution. I know that he's probably itching to get out there and prove to everyone that I am ready. I'm ready to make take my big jump, um, but I think that you know it would be wise for him to just kind of take his time and, and you know follow the the direction of the league and you know kind of just do everything in step. You don't need to rush into anything. The Capitals expect Mir Shyshenko to play this season. He will not be at training camp, but was at development camp camp for off-season sessions in July and was cleared for on-ice work after going into remission. Not only has he returned to skating, but he has also been working out off the ice to add strength back. His father has been coaching him. Miro was in North America for offseason sessions at Washington's development camp. And everything that I've heard is that he is progressing very well. And he's not, you know, like the article talked about there in Washington hockey. Now, he is not going to make it on the team this year. But the progression in his trajectory is in the right direction. So I think that, you know, a few years from now, you have a really solid player, another great Russian on the team. And uh, I I look forward to, to what he brings to this Capitals team. And overall, Washington has liked what they've seen with regard to his recovery and progress. It was a pretty serious thing that he went through, and he's on the right road to recovery and stronger, Mahoney said. Like I said, he's working off ice and on ice. Mahoney also said that Miro's resilience truly speaks to his overall character and leadership. He was always the captain of his under-17 and under-18 team. And even the tournament last November with the under-20 He was the assistant captain, probably an indicator of his character. I remember seeing him in under 18 world champions in Germany. He was there to do another round of chemo. He had no hair. His blue jeans looked like they were just sort of hanging on his hips. Didn't look good at all. And I talked to him there. Mahoney said, we obviously interviewed him after and then interviewed him at the draft. I think he's a really strong character. He went through an awful lot but I think it speaks volumes of his character and the type of person that he is. And, you know, if you think about it, that was a major illness for him to go to, uh, to go through. And, you know, there's probably a lot of people and or players out there that would probably just say, you know what I tried, but you know, this major health issue that I'm facing is just too much for me. Um, I'm going to put hockey on pause, but not Ivan. Uh, He has shown great resilience and like Ross Mahoney said there, Uh, It looks like the arrow's pointing up for him. I think that, you know, if he just, you know, once he gets that league clearance to start playing again, I think that he can continue to develop his game. And, uh, you know, that's what I'm talking about. I think that the future is bright for him. You know, you take a look at this Capitals roster. It is an aging roster. And, uh, you know, Ovechkin has what, like four years left on this team. And after that, you know, a lot of these younger players are going to have to start to integrate into this team uh, because that is the next batch of Capitals. Players out there, and I think that Ivan does play a role on this team. And um, you know, I guess you know, I guess it just remains to be seen when exactly he will uh, play for the Washington Capitals on the big team. But I think that uh, his trajectory is going in the right direction. All right. So after the break, here we're going to continue to talk about the Capitals and what's going on at MedStar Ice Complex, and then one former Capital hangs up his skates one last time. We'll talk about that next. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all of the latest football league developments, game matchups, news, and podcasts, including this year's opening weeks games. BetOnline is also your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. About about the trends and action. And now that the NFL season is going in full swing, bet online makes it that much more fun to watch the games. So, go to bet online where the game starts. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, where it's your team every day. In this episode, what we're going to talk about next is one former capital, Zdeno Chara, hangs up his skates one last time. Zdeno Chara, who spent a large chunk of his career playing with the Bruins, also spent some time Um, with the Islanders, um, decided to hang it up. And, uh, you know, I will always remember him as a great player for the brief time he was with the Capitals. He was one of those guys that was definitely team tough. You know, if you're going to take on one of my guys, you're going to take on me as well. And uh, I think that Zdeno Chara, you know, he is getting a bit older like everyone is and thought it was a good time to uh, finally hang up the skates. This story uh, was in Washington Hockey. Now they were saying longtime Boston Bruins captain and former Washington Capitals defenseman Zdeno Chara is calling it a career. Chara announced on Instagram on Tuesday that he is hanging up the skates after 24 seasons in the NHL to close out his NHL career, which consist- consisted of nearly 2,000 regular season and playoff games. He signed a one-day contract with the Boston Bruins. To retire as a member of the Bruins. And he, you know, was a, a great uh, player for that Boston Bruins team. He played for them for so many years. So, you know, for the Boston Bruins to kind of give a tip of their hat and acknowledge him and allow him to sign that one day contract to retire as a Boston Bruin, I think was just, a, you know, a really cool gesture on their part. After 25 seasons of professional hockey, 1,680. 80 NHL regular season games, 200 Stanley Cup playoff games, and hundreds of international games. I am proud to announce my decision to retire from the National Hockey League. Char wrote, I'm doing so. I am honored to return to TD Garden today and sign a one-day contract with the Boston Bruins and officially finish my career with a team that has meant so much to me and my family. There are so many people that have helped me and contribute to my success, including all of you, and I look forward to progress. Properly thanking every one of you this afternoon. Thank you, Big Z, and just a class act. And if you look at, you know, Zedano Char, you kind of look at him and think, well, he's just a goon out there. I mean, he kind of looks, you know, he kind of looks a little bit rough and tough out there. But when you listen to him actually speak in post-game interviews and stuff, he actually is quite a good speaker. So, you know, when they say you can't always judge a book by its cover, that is true uh, with Zedano Char as well. The six foot nine, 250 pound blue liner started his career with the New York Islanders, who took him in third in the 1996 NHL draft. He spent five years on the island before being traded to the Ottawa Senators. Following four years in Ottawa, he hit free agency in 2006 and signed with Boston, where he thrived as one of the league's top defensemen while also leading the Bruins to new heights. He helped the team win the Stanley Cup in 2011 and helped Boston reach the Stanley Cup three times in the 2010s. After 1,023 games with the Bruins, Char hit the market again in 2020 and signed a one-year contract with the Capitals. Despite his one-year tenure in Washington, he had a major impact on the club as a vocal leader and a strong locker room presence. In 55 games with the Capitals, Chara had two goals and, ten, and eight assists, 67 blocks, and 88 hits. and you know, he, you know, wasn't necessarily, you know, lighting up the the stat chart out there. But, uh, you know, I think that he kind of brought some of those intangibles to the team, you know, like they were talking about a leadership role. Um, some of the younger defensemen and some of the older defensemen and uh, just players in general on the Capitals, I think, you know, learned a lot from him. You know, he was a guy that had been in the league. For so many years that, uh, you know, you don't get to be in the NHL for that many years by being a poor player. So obviously, you know, many of the Capitals and, you know, they kind of resounded that as much learned a lot uh, from Zdeno Chara with his time on the team. It was a new experience for me. I really enjoyed it. Like I said, since day one, everybody welcomed me with open arms and all credit goes to the coaching staff, trainers, and my teammates, Chara said of his time in the district, they did an amazing job welcoming me and making that transition as easy as possible. And I really enjoyed it. It was a great time spent here and a lot of fun. We played some great hockey and there was some great hockey there and, you know, a guy like Martin Faravari kind of had to put his career on hold uh, when the when they signed Zedano Chara because he was kind of penciled in to fill that role. Um, Faravari has since gone on and you know is continuing to be a great player for the Capitals. Uh, Zedano Chara goes on to say, "I felt great. It was obviously a condensed season with a lot of games, travel itineraries, and practices, but I thought the coaching staff, all of the trainers, mad, manage it really well." Chara said they spread the workloads and rest days between our games and practices the way that we would rest and be fresh. I had a lot of fun. I obviously love to stay in shape and work out, and that's what I did. What we did, it was a lot of fun. He went on to play one more NHL season with the Islanders and 72 games in the 21-22 season. The 45-year-old collected two goals, 12 assists, 90 blocks, and 125 hits. So, you know, you did kind of start to see a bit of decline in Zedano Chara as, you know, he was getting older. You saw that production kind of slow down a little bit, but, you know, that was to be expected. But when you look over the totality of Zedano Chara's career, you're going to look at him and say he was one solid defenseman. And uh, if you're a Boston Bruins fan, I don't think that there's any doubt out there the great impact that he had on that Bruins team you know, the Bruins went on to win a Stanley Cup and they went into the playoffs and that was done on the back in large part Of Zdeno Chara and just, you know, the great impact. He was an intimidator out there and uh, he wasn't, you know, afraid to mix up with anyone out there. You know, he got into skirmishes with Tom Wilson and Alex Ovechkin over the years, but, you know, just a real tall, tough guy out there that, you know, you better pack a lunch if you want to take on Zdeno Chara, because if you wanted to fight, you got it. And uh, he would give you all that you could handle. And uh, Zdeno Chara, kind of an enforcer on the Bruins and, you know, the Capitals and, you know, just in general, the teams that he played on. So his impact in the league with Boston and Washington and the Islanders and the Senators, you know, it's something that cannot be overlooked. And I think that all of those teams should give a real great tip of their hat to just one outstanding player in Zdeno Chara. In 1,680 regular season games, Chara dished 209 goals. 471 assists, 1,493 blocks and 2,022 hits as well as one career hat trick. He appeared in six All-Star games and won the Norris in 2009 and the Marc Messier Leadership Award in 2011. He finished his career seventh most played games played in the by a player in NHL history. So, you know, like I'm saying, you don't get to be in the league, in the National Hockey League for that long, you know, by being a poor player. So, like I said, Everyone in the NHL, it's a great moment to kind of give a tip of your hat to one great Zdeno Chara. You know, like I say, these guys, they're not a dime a dozen. And Zdeno Chara will go down in history as being one of the greats. All right. So after the break here, we're going to talk a little bit about Hendricks Lop here. And then we're going to talk about some of the top prospects in the Capitals organization. We'll talk about that next. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals where it's your team every day. In this about episode in this final segment here, we're gonna talk a little bit about Hendrix Lop here and uh how things are going for him. You know, he is one of the crown jewels uh, in the Washington capitals organization, as far as prospects and and, and futures. Um, Hendricks did have a brief stint with the Washington capitals. This last season, in the beginning of the season, he then went on to play in juniors. Um, You know, as I'm going to talk about in, we'll see in this article here, he does have a lot of confidence. He has a lot of swagger. He thinks that he has what it takes to crack, this uh, Washington Capitals team. Hendrick says his goal is to crack the Capitals roster out of training camp. He added seven to eight pounds of smart weight this offseason and poured over videos of players like Patrice Bergeron, Elias Lindholm, and Sebastian Aho. They're guys that I try, <coughs> excuse me, to mimic on the ice. And those are some great uh, guys to mimic mimic or look after. Uh, but one of the things that I had heard about Hendrix LaPierre is they talked about it and they said, you know, kind of pump the brakes here a little bit on your weightlifting. You don't want to get to be too jacked out there. And uh, I think that he added uh, that uh, smart weight out there. He says, you can't arrive at camp and not have the mentality of making the team. LaPierre said, you got to be confident, a confident player. And I've said before, I think I've put myself in the situation to have success with what I've done this summer. And I think... You know that Hendricks is doing a lot of the right things. You know, he's adding on a lot of that muscle mass out there to be a tough guy, so it's not so easy to push him off the puck. It's been in and out of my head ever since I got eliminated last year from the QM JHL, and it's still in my head. It's go time, and like I said, I'll be ready whatever happens, but I don't want to have any regrets, kind of like last year, and just play my game and see what happens. And uh, you know, like I was talking about with JJ Regan last season, there are not a lot of of positions available most of the positions on the washington capitals have been penciled in uh you know brian mcclellan went out in the offseason and solidified the different positions of need by signing dylan strome and connor brown and gustafson and darcy kemper and charlie lingering etc out there so in order for a player like Hendricks here, he is going to, you know, I hate to say it, hope for injury or hope that another one of the players out there is having a poor performance out there and that maybe he can get inserted into the lineup. You know, there is it's a long season and there's always things like injury and poor performance. And I hate to say it, you know, possibly a COVID flare up in the fall. I You know, I think that anything is possible. But, um, you know, that's what he's hoping for, because he's going to have to kind of fight his way. And, you know, there's other players, younger players that want to get in there as well. You know, talk about Connor McMichael. So I think for a lot of these younger guys, um, if I would give them any advice or, you know, any pointers, I would say, you know, be patient. It might not necessarily happen this season there's a good chance that that Hendricks Lopier and Connor McMichael may not crack the big team this year, and that's okay you know um, I think that the arrows pointing up, and you know when they get that brief opportunity to play on the team, they have to really shine. And they've done that. They've put in the work at MedStar Ice Complex, uh, Hendrix LaPierre, like I was talking about there, and just have that confidence that I belong here. Um, sometimes humble pie is what the doctor ordered, but sometimes to eat a little bit of swagger is a good thing too. Um, and just to really exude that confidence that, you know, guys, I belong here and, and, and you know, you can't really diminish who Hendrix LaPierre is. He's a great player. He's a young player. You know, sometimes you can really shine in the juniors and, you know, let's see what he has potentially in Hershey this year, but his time is coming. And I, you know, that is the future of this Washington Capitals team. You know, I hate to say it, bring it up again, but like I talked about with JJ yesterday, this is an aging roster and, you know, this rock the red era I put in quotes is getting older. So in coming years, it is going to be time Uh, for your Hendricks LaPierre, your Connor McMichael, your Lucas Johansson, uh, Alexiev, etc. And uh, just being patient and biding your time is the most uh, important thing here. So this was an article in The Athletic, and they were talking about, and I'm going to go over it briefly here, the 10 prospects uh, in the Capitals organization to look out for. And one of them, number one was Hendricks LaPierre. Uh, The 2020 first rounder means business. He came to town several weeks early to participate in the informal veteran skates. And during just completed four day rookie camp, he has looked like the top prospect that he is against players his own age. And that's what I'm talking about. A standout player putting in the extra work. You know, everyone in the Capitals organization is noticing that they're noticing that you're showing up early to camp. And that's a good thing for you. LaPierre's reach goal is to earn a spot in the Caps opening night lineup and after making the cut last October. Why not? The reality of the situation though is that Washington when fully healthy goes Evgeny Kuznetsov, Dylan Strom, Lars Eller and Nick Dowd down the middle with an injured Nick Backstrom hoping to return at some point. Can LaPierre force GM Brian McClellan's hand? Perhaps, but it's more likely he'll start the season in AHL Hershey, where he can play top six minutes and on special teams. A season with the Bears didn't hurt McMichael. It won't hurt LaPierre. That is um, Tarek Elbashir's assessment. And I agree with Tarek in that regard. You know, one of the worst things that can happen is, you know, like they were talking about, it is a crowded lineup for the Capitals. You don't want to spend your time as a healthy scratch because that's... That can kind of uh, stop your development if you're spending the time as a healthy scratch up in the press box. You know, I always will remember what Braden Holpe said about the AHL. It is a razor fine line. It's not like there's a big disparity between the NHL and the AHL. You know, as you make your progression from the juniors to the ECHL, uh, the AHL, et cetera, as you work your way up, those players are getting better. And uh, the AHL is a really good opportunity for you to, to learn a lot and to get some excellent playing time so what they're saying he's going into camp on a mission to make the caps and that's the mindset you want your top prospects to have we'll just have to see how things play out through camp in the beginning of the season I feel like as an organization we've done a good job of putting our young players in the right position for their development and that's what will ultimately guide our decision with him whatever situation he gets put in, we'll have to ask ourselves, is this the best decision for his development now? Because he looks like he's going to be a very important player for us in the future. So we want to make sure we bring him along the right way. The question will get answered in training camp. And that is what I have talked about on this podcast all summer long, is that I think that this training camp, this fall is going to be a proving ground like no other. You know, everyone like Dylan Strom and Connor Brown and all these guys think, you know, I'm sitting back here and I know where I fit into this lineup. Connor Brown's thinking I'm top line right wing. Dylan Strom, I'm second line center. I'm going to tell you something out there. A lot of these younger guys like Hendrix Lapierre and Connor McMichael are hungry. And, you know, you're not dealing with some, you know, uh, poor talent here. Uh, Hendricks LaPierre and Connor McMichael were top draft picks, so they have the skill set. You know, they just got to work on fine-tuning their game, and I think that they're going to battle for a lot of these positions. And, uh, you know, I think that even if, you know, they don't bump one of these guys out of the position, I do think that just with injury and everything else that's associated with the season, I do think that they will find a role. Then, of course, I talk about Ivan Miroshchenko, another guy left wing. I do think he has a bright outlook for this capitals. I know that he that Hodgkin's lymphoma has set him back, but you know give him another opportunity. I think he has one year left on his contract with Russia. Let's see what he has out there, and you know then you can kind of progress from there. Uh, So what they're saying about them is he should end up playing for the KHL. But right now they are still making sure that he's ready to play because of what he's gone through. He's getting healthier and he's been skating. But I don't know if he's had final clearance to be able to play. Um, Like I talked about earlier, his dad is coaching him. So I think that the development in the KHL is going to be paramount in his development. And uh, I do see a bright outlook for him. Number three is Alexi Protus, center. Of course, we saw him last year and he is progressing well um, and I do think that he's another one that is the future you know all these players that I'm talking about these are the guys that are going to be your future capitals just be patient so what they're saying about him is it's time for him to take the next step and establish himself as one of the key young forwards on our team he's just got to stick with the development plan if he's in Washington or he's in Hershey he has to understand there's a plan in place that there's a process in place and our goal is to make him the best player for the caps not Not just for this year, but for several years in the future, ideally. Uh, The next one is Vincent Ayaro. Um, He is a defenseman. And uh, he's another one that you hear a lot about in um, playing uh, down at uh, MedStar Ice Complex. What they're saying about him, he's another high-energy guy, good two-way defenseman, good penalty killer, makes a good first pass. He's worked really hard this offseason, too. He looks a lot stronger. He's starting to turn into a man. And, uh, you know, playing with these big guys, you know, uh, eventually he's going to be playing with Alec Ovechkin and some of the best in the league that will mature you and that will um, progress your development in a hurry. Number five is a player that's no stranger to this team. Lucas Johansson, he just has to wait for his time. He's often bit by the injury bug, but, you know, I think that, you know, I think he is going to have an opportunity this season, along with um, Alexi um, uh, Alexiev, excuse me, when he comes back uh, from that shoulder surgery that he is healing from. And I do think that, you know, this is going to be an opportunity for him this season. So what they're saying about him, he's got a really good opportunity and he realizes he has a really good opportunity. He just had to be the strongest professional. And we're really interested to see what he backs it up with. We need to get him some games, get in some playing and see how he does. You know, we kind of see what he has in Hershey. Let's see what he does on the big stage in a very limited role. He's played okay. um, Just not a lot to gauge him on. And one of the biggest... Uh, drafts uh, that they uh, picked in this last draft was Ryan Chesley. They got him by trading up, by trading Vitek Vanacek to the Devils. And I'm excited about Chesley. I think that he is going to be big in years to come for the Capitals. What they're saying about him is that I'm a big fan of Ryan's. I mean, what there's not a lot to like, not to like about him. He's a good kid. He's got good character and can really skate. He scored more goals than the defenseman in history of the under 17 and under 18 program. Even though he has never played on the power play, he was more in a penalty killing role and accepted that role to do those things. The skating, the shot, the strength, the character. I'm excited about where he'll be in a few years, says Ross Mahoney. So he is not going to be talent that is going to be on the Capitals next season. But in years to come, a great pickup by drafting Ryan Chesley. I think that that was a great move. Then, of course, Brett Leeson, right wing. What they're saying: if things did not go our way in free agency and the trade market, you might have had him penciled in your top twelve in Washington. He's shown himself to be a pretty useful guy at the NHL level already just because uh, Peter Lavulette knows what he's going to get when he puts him out on the ice. And that is a great ringing in endorsement from Peter Lavulette, As you know, he pr- usually prefers to go with more of the season players out there. So that is just some of the top picks uh, that the Athletic talked about in the Washington Capitals organization. And like I've talked about, these are not players that are, you know, all of them going to be on the Capitals this coming season, but in years to come, These are the players to look up for. These are the future Washington Capitals out there. And, uh, you know, I do think that the future is bright. Thank you for making Locked On Capitals your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On NHL. Locked On experts give you a daily 30-minute podcast on all things NHL all year long. Stay up to date on everything in the hockey world. Locked On NHL, your daily 30-minute NHL podcast. So once again, thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, where it's your team every day. My name is Dan Holmey, and I'll talk to you again next time.